This episode is brought to you by Genesis Aerosystems, a Moog company and leading provider of autopilots for rotor and fixed-wing aircraft. The Genesis STEC 3100 Digital Autopilot provides increased safety, decreased pilot workload, and is approved for over 200 makes and models. To learn more about the STEC 3100, visit genesis-aerosystems.com. That's genesis-aerosystems.com. AOPA presents Never Again, true pilot stories from the world of general aviation. In this episode, we've all had some stinky flights, but this is ridiculous. Join us for In a Pickle by Bob DelVal. Recently, I was flying with the owner of a Mall M6 that just came out of annual after the engine had been pickled for two years. We were doing a test flight for about one hour. After the flight, the oil filter was going to be removed and inspected for metal. The reason for the filter inspection was the owner sold the airplane and the buyer asked for this test flight and filter inspection because of the two years of storage. We departed Sandpoint Airport and, as usual, I suggested we climb in the vicinity of the airport to 5,000 feet before leaving the airport area just for a little extra margin. The airplane climbed rapidly to 5,000 feet MSL and then we turned to the west and flew to Deer Park Airport in eastern Washington. While en route, the pilot continued climbing to about 8,500 feet MSL. About 10 nautical miles from Deer Park, he started his descent. During the descent, I noticed a burning odor. I asked the owner if he smelled the odor. He said no. He mentioned oil was accidentally spilled on the engine while filling the crankcase during the annual. I suggested it smelled like oil on a hot engine. I dismissed the odor, which seemed to diminish as we got lower and slower. The owner did two stop-and-goes, and and then we headed east back to Sandpoint. On the return flight, we maintained 3,500 feet MSL, or approximately 1,500 feet AGL. About the time we were over Newport, Washington, I noticed a much stronger odor of oil burning. I again mentioned it to the owner, who could now smell the odor. The owner looked at the oil temperature gauge, uh, which read fairly low temperature, I then noticed the oil pressure gauge was reading zero. I suggested the owner start a climb without changing power setting. The owner thought maybe the oil pressure gauge failed because the oil temp was not high, which I agreed was not typical with low or no oil pressure. I told him to head directly to Priest River Airport, which was now three to four miles away. As we neared the airport, I suggested we level at 4,500 feet MSL. It was then that we noticed two streams of oil working their way back from the front of the top cowling. This was clearly an emergency. We reduced power as we approached the airport and made an uneventful landing. After parking and exiting the airplane, a large pool of oil was quickly accumulating on the ground and oil was dripping from all openings in the cowling. The mechanic showed up a couple of hours later and determined the prop seal failed because of a plug that was left on an oil breather line when it was pickled. It was missed during the annual inspection. After the repair, they refilled the oil. They determined there was only one to one and a half quarts left in the sump. 
After three to five minutes aloft, the engine probably would have seized from catastrophic failure of the crankcase bearings or some other part. In retrospect, when I first smelled the oil odor, I should have suggested we inspect the airplane after we landed at Deer Park. That would have been a pretty easy task. We probably would have seen oil in places where there shouldn't be oil. But I chose to dismiss the issue as some oil spilled on the engine. Next time, I won't be so casual about an odor. My casual attitude about an intermittent odor could have had disastrous results. God was looking out for us. What if this event happened far from an airport in a location with inhospitable terrain? Hopefully this won't happen to you, but if anything similar happens, start climbing. With or without power, give yourself every opportunity to gain altitude if possible. This gives you a little edge and more importantly, time. Don't pass up landing opportunities to make it to an airport. We had two private airstrips to land at between Newport and Priest River. That's why we continued. Good luck. Fly often. Practice emergencies. As a full-time CFI teaching primary students, backcountry flying, and seaplane pilot training, I initiate a simulated emergency at least 50% of all training flights. I quote Vern Kingsford with Alaska float ratings. When emergencies occur, we don't rise to the occasion. We rise to the level of our training and experience. The Never Again Podcast is brought to you monthly by AOPA, the Aircraft Owners and Pilots Association. You can find more Never Again stories online at aopa.org by typing Never Again into the search box. While you're there, check out AOPA's mobile flight planning app, AOPA Go, as well as the many free training and safety courses from the Air Safety Institute. Find all of this and more at aopa.org. The Never Again podcast is produced by Royce Earl. Thanks for listening. Fly safely. Fly safely.